welcome you to Spirit Talk with me, Caitlin Leahy. My vision for this podcast is to share some cool experiences I've had since July of 2022 with other beings. My mission is to share my knowledge and experiences authentically to anyone that wishes to listen and vice versa in hopes we can learn from one another and any other beings that share themselves and messages with us. So if you listening want to also share your stories, write me. Send the name you wish to go by on air, your story, and maybe what you've learned from your experience. My email address is spirittalkwithcaitlinlahey at gmail.com. That's spirittalkwithkaitlinlahey at gmail.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. And before I get started on today's episode about spirits in my office, I wanted to take a moment and recognize another podcast. Shelby Bundy has a podcast called The Moon in Carolina. I listened to it on Spotify. And on December 6th, she interviewed Riss Cottrell. They discuss their fears. And I kind of like to do the same before the beginning of or in the beginning of this podcast, I've got a lot of information floating in my head, but my fear is not being enough and not knowing enough to sound like an expert. I have six years of school. I have a lot of different hobbies. And so I know a lot of information, just sometimes it doesn't feel like I know a lot about a particular thing. And instead, sometimes I feel this fear of sounding like I don't know anything. I fear not being enough in this life. Now, I know this fear is not validated and there is shadow work needed to be done around it. And that's what I've been working on. However, I did want to mention before I start this podcast about the spirits in my office that I'll be talking today about fairies. Now, fairies have been in lore for centuries. Britannica's website mentions their occurrence in Europe, in literature written in Sanskrit, Greek mythology, Arabic mythology, the Samoans and Arctic peoples, and other indigenous Americans have mentioned them. And... Famously, there are the Cottingley fairies. There are pictures from the cousins Elsie and Francis. Now, most of their photos, they said, were faked, and they admitted it, using cardboard cutouts. The fifth photograph they maintained was real, and that fairies are real. They believed in fairies. So many people out there believe in fairies. And so many out there do not believe in fairies. My fear is by mentioning them and admitting their existence that people out there will think I'm, well, insane. However, I realize your thoughts and opinions are actually none of my business. I'm trying to practice this more and more. One of my dreams for myself in this life is to be able to live my full authentic self. And so I'm starting to practice that now. And I've been working on that since 2018. But in my podcast, 
The views and opinions are my own, obviously. Take what you want, leave the rest. I hope it helps some, and for others, maybe it's just something fun to listen to. Take what you will. That being said, thank you, Shelby, for putting all of these podcasts out there as you help me to grow and develop into being my truest and most authentic self to achieve my dreams and my goals for my life. So if you haven't heard Moon and Carolina, the podcast, go have a listen. She's also the creator of Tamed Wild, and I haven't had a chance to listen to those podcasts yet. But I have a feeling that they will be very helpful for me as I move forward as well. Okay, so now let's get started on letting you in about the spirits in my office. There have been quite a few occurrences, so I'll just try and remember what I can. And this has all been since I've started last February. So in February... I began working at this office that used to be a boarding school for girls. I think it was the first African-American college for women in Asheville. I could be wrong on that. Anyway, so I started at this office. And when you open the office, as I do from time to time being there, you know, as one of the first ones in at 8 a.m. or before, I have to go in. And go upstairs, unlock the door, turn on the light for one half of the hallway. I put my stuff down and then I have to come back out and turn on the light for the other end of the hallway. Now to turn on the light for the other end of the hallway, you have to go all the way down in the darkness or with a flashlight, right? Like from your phone. You open the door to the other part of the building which most of the time nobody's there either. Flip on the light and don't shut that door because you'll get locked out. And then you can walk back down in a lit hallway. So being the first one in, it's a little unnerving or the last one out, right? Well, I would, I started working in about March of last year and I went to flip on the light as I, you know, get there the earliest The last door to the left of the offices was open very frequently. You know, I thought nothing to it. Somebody had just opened it, got some materials out. Because that used to be like a little storage room. And it would just be open. So it was never my job to close it that I thought. So I just left it open and would go back to my office. And I just thought those feelings, those weird feelings that I was getting was due to the fact that I'm there alone in a dark hallway, right? (laughs) Okay, so come to find out. Actually, no, let's tell you this first. I have a client on Fridays and they come every Friday. She has said that she sees a gentleman walking the halls in robe-like clothing. And he's there just to make sure everything's okay. Everything's running smoothly. Everybody's safe and sound and things are okay. Is it okay? Well, that's, that's good. <laughs> A benevolent being is totally fine, right? Well, 
as I'm talking about this with my practice owner, she tells me that the door has been opened multiple times and they've closed it and locked it before it has been opened multiple times. She said there was a therapist who sadly took his own life and the therapist's office was that office door. So what ended up happening was my practice owner talked to one of the therapists that rents one of the offices down the hall. And the therapist decided she would have a chat with the spirit that's been opening that door. Who was that other therapist, okay? Hopefully you're following me on this. The therapist said she went in, talked to the spirit of her deceased friend. They were very close. They were good friends. And once she had done that, the door never opened again. And I can verify. I haven't seen the door open again. She told him to stop doing it, and he did. He's still around, and my practice owner said he used to wear, like, robe-like clothing, and he had long, curly hair. I believe she said, I know it was long hair. But the wearing of the robes kind of confirms what my client had seen. My client on Friday has also mentioned there was a fairy in my office. And she said that the fairy identifies as fluid, but she's usually wearing a dress and we refer to her as a her. And she flutters around, flies around, swoops here and there. And she mentioned she doesn't really trust me fully. I'm wondering if that's related to my fear of admitting fairies are real. Why not, right? What if they're real? I'm not acknowledging the existence. And she doesn't trust me. I mean, it's logical, right? If you don't trust someone, are you willing to show them yourself? Probably not, right? Even if we're talking human to human. I listened to another podcast called The Diary of a Psychic Medium. Amber Amrine is a psychic medium, and I booked a session with her for my birthday. That was my first psychic medium experience. I did a Zoom call with her because she's in L.A. And I was more so trying to get in contact with my guides and seeing what I'm missing. I'll tell you about the, my Claire's in another episode and what she said I was missing there. But to my surprise, she started mentioning fairies. And I got nervous. I said to her that I wasn't sure about them. And I didn't really trust in that there are fairies. And if there are, I'm a little nervous about them because they're supposed to be this trickster energy, right? Well, Amber told me they're not really a trickster energy. They're actually meant to hold a mirror up to you and show you what's happening so you can choose to say the same or change something, right? 
I found that very interesting and I've been embracing it ever since. She said for me, I would see the colors turquoise or blue or teal and purples, different colors of purple. And that's kind of what my client said. My client told me that I would see blues. Just this last week, she told me I would see blues in relation to this fairy and the plant moving. And Amber said the same exact thing, that I would see like a leaf moving where nothing else was. So I'm going to start practicing really owning in on that frequency of the fairies. If they're here to help me, why not embrace that? I know how that sounds. And that's why I've been nervous, not just to say anything about it, but to even accept it. And so here we are. (laughs) So I'm going to begin accepting it. And therefore, you'll be hearing more about fairies as I have more experiences with them, including P. Fairy, the fairy in my office, she said her name starts with a P, but she hasn't been willing to give us her whole name yet, which is pretty interesting too. So my goal is in part of the shadow work is to really accept some of these things I can't see. That is faith, right? And accept not only what I can't see, but these messages that come through to help me work through these shadows in order to become my highest self for the greatest good of the collective. That's my goal. Become the greatest good or become my highest self for the greatest good of the collective. So there's my fairy. The next being that have come in and out of my office. I don't know if they are all the same. I don't think they are. I've had archangels come into my office and I've confirmed that with my pendulum. So the whole, when I'm talking with some of these energies that I'm seeing in my office and I shared a corner picture of my office um, with you on Instagram so you could see it. I, that's the corner I usually see that energy, that static, that um, presence. And one of those happened to be my archangels that helped me. And I started seeing that. I'll tell you the first time I saw it was in the bathroom um, at my house in Stokesdale. We had this huge bathroom. It was just in the corner by the shower. Um, and <laughs> I'd asked it who, what it was and what it wanted. And um, after all of these questions, I got, <laughs> I thought at first it said its name was Rodolfo. <laughs> That's what my Claire, um, my Claire audience was telling me. I was like, Rodolfo? And then I was like, oh, Archangels, what if it's Raphael? And that ended up being Raphael. So Raphael was actually the first being that I saw and asked questions. And and so Raphael's been made present to me quite a few times. Um, so has Michael and Uriel. Those are the three that have come to me. And honestly, those are those three have been in my office at different times as well. 
And then there is another presence that was there after I'd listened to a podcast on forgiving yourself. Again, shadow work, right? It's listening on my way to work on forgiving yourself. And so I was doing some work around it. I had a break and this presence popped into my office and I asked my guides with my pendulum what this spirit wanted and began talking to it about forgiving. And I got that it was a him himself and he just went away. I haven't had him back since. There was another being that came into my office with that same Friday client. They're talking and we were at the end of the session. So this, you know, we were talking just a little later. And there was this presence that came through. I started getting a headache like somebody was taking their hands, had my head in their hands and was pressing their hands together on my head. It was this big pressure. And I sat there for a moment and I said, what's in here? And right as I said that, the energy went into my chest and I felt a pressure and then down into my stomach and I felt pressure. So it was this big wave. Then went back up to my head and stayed there. My client said, well, they're not, they're very pushy. The spirit is very pushy. And they just went like this. She took her hand from my head down to my stomach, which is exactly what I felt before she even said that. And I said, what do they want? She said, I don't know, but they're just very pushy. She closed her eyes and she actually sent her energy, this shield out to protect our space, which I hadn't done in a while, um, admittingly. I need to work more on that, right? Um, and I have been working more on that since, but I had not been at that time. She sent her energy out and I immediately felt a sense of relief without her telling me what she had just done. She said it after I felt that sense of relief and she'd pushed him out and told him not to come back and that, she, you know, it wouldn't be good the next time he came back. <laughs> so what ended up happening after that was nothing. She had pushed him out. He didn't come back. And then, let's see. I'm trying to consolidate all of these. So, and then I just, I do continue to see some spirits since I've been doing this shadow work where I've been a little immersed in it. Um, I haven't seen as many. But my card's that I pulled told me today that I'm ready to move on from that. I've worked through what I needed to work through. I started feeling better yesterday, actually. And I can start working more on my connection. The other spirits that have come in my office are more so my guides. And I'm able to call them really easily now. And I'm able to see them coming through in and out, being there with me, helping me by guiding me. And giving me these messages through my cards and my pendulum. I've been working on just trying to be the best dietitian I can in these sessions. And they help me do that. And I'm really grateful. 
So of any of the spirits that come in and out, I just, I know they're there for a reason to help guide me. And the one who is super pushy, I'm not sure about yet. I'll do another podcast about my beliefs about the spirit world, which might be a little different than others. And we'll do that on a different episode. But for now, that is some of the stories of the things that have happened in my office. And when I think of more, I'll do another podcast. And as they come, I'll do another podcast. I hope you found this one interesting. I also hope for you that no matter who you are or what you believe in, that you can find a way to live your most authentic self as well. You heard me name a fear. You heard me break through a fear by telling my stories here on this podcast. Even just the fear of starting a podcast and listening to my own voice back and having the audio issues I sometimes have because of weather or internet connections, like when I interviewed Kaylee at the office. So I hope that you can break through your fear to live your dream life and go for it. What do you want to do? You can email me if you'd ever want to talk about it and Email me your stories anyway. You hear me say that each episode. I'd love to hear your stories. I'd love to share your stories. And if you'd like to be on my podcast, just say that. I'm totally happy to have you share your experiences. Just let me know. Thank you so much for pushing play on my podcast. If you liked it, feel free to leave a review for me. That would really help me out. And tell your friends about it. Don't forget to send me an email with your stories at spirittalkwithcaitlinlahey at gmail.com. Thank you so much.